You're listening to Heather Solves Everything, a show about discovering strengths and solving problems. So what are we waiting for? Let's get into it. Hey, everybody. You're listening to Heather Solves Everything, a show about discovering strengths and solving problems problems. That's what he said. That's what we're here to do. This is the show where I take credit for solving your problems by introducing you to people who actually can. My name is Heather. and My friends call me Healthy Heather because I'm a national board certified health and wellness coach. That means that I know all kinds of stuff about living a healthy, balanced life. And I love it so much that I created a whole business around helping people achieve their biggest goals in life while not going to extremes. And that's what this show is about because I go to extremes and I needed to have a way to show up and learn how to put this stuff into practice. So when you come to Heather Solves Everything, you are in a spot where we're going to talk about being bold, about going for what it is in life that you've always dreamed for, and then how to have that happen in a scale that fits with the rest of your life. And that's what this specific episode is about, because I've got my friend Alex here in the studio. So... Alex is a recurring character. You have to go back and look at previous episodes to hear about why Alex is here. I like to call it the Alex Project. Alex is sharing her personal journey to more balance in life right here on the show. And once a month or so, we get together and check in on how things are going. And it's been a while since our last episode. So, are you ready to solve everything? I'm ready. Let's get into it. Our last episode together, we called um, Adjust the Volume of Your Life. And we talked about how, you know, sometimes life gets noisy and noisy and, and loud. And there are, if we imagine having dials on different areas of life. We have to sometimes turn up the dial on um, like date night and turn down the dial on um, like working beyond 5 p.m. You know, like there's times when we have to turn up that work dial because we've got projects and other things have to adjust. And we talked about how there are elements of your life that have been asking to get turned up (laughs) and some that are asking to get turned down and how you interact with that. So my big question for you is, did you adjust any of your dials since the last time we talked? I have. Tell me. I've continued adjusting. Okay. Um, I would say I'm in listening mode right now when it comes to daily life. Um, So... We had spoken before about how I was lessening my workload um, in this last month or so has been um, just kind of feeling that out, mm-hmm. <laughs> like how much time I really was gaining back for that, how I needed to be using it um, to promote my health. So still going on the health journey, um, just kind of, you know, listening to the daily what's working, what's not. Mm -hmm. And I came to find out that there was some things that um, I was pushing 
and pushing and it just wasn't happening. It just wasn't working. And I just got really um, frustrated, you know, that I, I couldn't um, make th these things happen that I wanted to happen. So one of those things was the meal planning. Um, I have been cooking at home a little bit, but not as much as I had, you know, initially planned. And we've talked about that a lot about how cooking brings me joy and happiness and um, just, you know, not being able to execute that because of um, just lack of energy from health stuff and, you know, just circumstances, daily life, young kids, <laughs> business, all the things. Um, but just kind of rolling with the punches. And you had mentioned the um, having a backup plan. And we discussed that, my husband and I, and, you know, kind of came to the conclusion that, you know, like you said, there are days where you cannot um, do plan A <laughs> and you got to go back to plan B and, and just kind of move things around and, and go with what you can do and, and be okay with that and not let it, um, you know, affect your attitude or your, or your way of, you know, viewing life. Mm -hmm. Kind of makes me think that there's one dial that needs to always be on, like you can never turn it off. Yeah. And we all have that. There's elements of life, like taking care of our kids, mm -hmm. you know, staying alive, you know, <laughs> making sure everybody's alive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> alive is the first thing. <laughs> Clean would be second. Uh -huh. <laughs> I don't know what third would be. Fed. fed. Okay, so alive. Well, fed goes with being alive. Okay. Well, so, okay. so they're alive and they are clean and they are at the places they're supposed to be close to on time. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's that's how my dials go. And we have one family car. So that takes a lot of strategy to get that uh, on time thing. Yeah. Get everybody where they need to go. So what's going really well right now? Well, I continued to prioritize putting family first. Okay. And that was really, you know, the one thing this year that I said I want to be present. I want to make memories, remember what's happening. And that has been happening, like, a lot more than I really intended it to. I Well, when I say that, I mean more, you know, I said one date night a month, mm -hmm. you know, like that's happening and but then we're also getting more time and not really planned like it's happening unplanned and that's that's feeling good it feels really good to just have like we've started these habits and now they're kind of you know going on their own and i like that i just got chills <laughs> that is the best yeah. that is the absolute best mm -hmm. because it proves that I was right. <laughs> when I say that when you open the door for that, it just allows so much opportunity to, mm -hmm. to flow towards you. You know, you look for those opportunities and, and you just set the goal of like once a month or something like that. I mm -hmm. don't remember what yeah. the date night um, goal was. And you've, you've discovered more opportunities that showed up when you weren't even looking for them. Yeah. And because we went of on the a, intention. Yeah. We went on a family date. We went to Pops in the Park, which is where you go watch the orchestra play outside. And we had our, so we had our alone time. Plus we had family time where we were making memories and we've had just, you know, unplanned coffee dates on the porch. I mean, it doesn't even have to be, you know, this whole big thing. We've just found new ways to just kind of work little moments into each of our days. What is the ripple effect of that? 
Well, I mean, we're just happier. <laughs> we're, we're finally getting more time together, which, you know, my husband is my best friend. So I want to spend as much time with him as possible. Um, I'm not the type of person that wants a lot of, you know, personal space or away time. I just want to be with him all the time. So that it makes us both happy. We're more on the same page. Communication is getting better. Just, you know, it really does have a ripple effect if you just kind of figure out what you need to get there. Yeah. Anything else in the category of going well? Um, I mean, work is going well. I've enjoyed the lessened workload. A little bit less stress has allowed for me to kind of tune into my body more. Um, so the husband had his powerlifting competition. My race is done. You know, our, our big events are over now. We're kind of in that, that, that drop of the, mm -hmm. you know, it's a little more of like a, you have more space to kind of stretch out mm -hmm. and yeah. relax. Yep. So started tuning into the body more and found some answers. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Is that something you want to go into now? Sure. What did you discover? Well, I kept pushing on that uh, cardiology area and we did a fourth test and found out that I have POTS, okay. which is a short version of, of four very long words that I can't tell you. <laughs> okay. And so this was an issue that you are having with your heart mm -hmm. where you were f having an accelerated heart rate mm -hmm. and feeling like you were having something that needed attention. Yes. And it, you were being told, oh, it's nothing or we can't figure it out. But now it's called it's something that you can actually you know about. Right. Yeah. I can actually figure out how to manage it now. So they were saying, you know, the heart racing seems like anxiety, but I just kept feeling like that wasn't quite it. And I was having dizziness as well, which anxiety and dizziness aren't always hand in hand. So kept pushing for it and finally went through the right test to figure out what it was. And now I know, you know, what I can do to make sure that it happens less. <laughs> You have some control in your hand. Yay! You know, like <laughs> we definitely have to let go of control, but there's nothing wrong with also having control and knowing that there these are the parameters that I can work within. And, you know, it can definitely lower your stress when you know what the boundaries are for the playing field. And less trial and error. Mm -hmm. Before it was like, well, let's see if this works. Let's mm -hmm. see if that works. Now it's here. Here's what you do to make it work. Guys, this is so exciting. All right, when we come back from this short break, we are going to dig into recentering and and getting Alex back into where she's ready to set some goals. Stay with us. Hey, thanks for listening. If you're enjoying today's show, come on over to Facebook and Instagram. That's where I post all of the extra stuff, and I'd love to connect with you there. Don't go anywhere. The conversation continues right now. I love this song. Hey, guys, welcome back. You're listening to Heather Solves Everything. I'm Coach Healthy Heather. I'm here with my friend Alex. Hey, you hey. Know, you know Alex. She's been around for a while. Since January, actually. And y'all, when Alex arrived in January, she was a bundle of nerves. I think that you may have been like coiled so tight. You could be like fiber optic cable. <laughs> like we could get a we could get a wireless signal yeah. through your body. 
And you were seeking balance. You knew something's got to give. I cannot continue mm-hmm. on this path. And now here we are, you know, four, almost five months later, and I see a different person before me. I feel different. Tell me about the, that process of, of from January when you were saying something's got to give to now where you've got a much more reasonable, manageable schedule. You're connecting with your family. You're just, you know, you're breathing easier. What did you do? Well, I listened to you. (laughs) (laughs) That was not a leading question. (laughs) But it is true. But you did things on your own. Yes. So I think it has to back up maybe a little bit and um, of just trying to do everything and not being successful, I felt, at any of it because I was not doing it in the best way that I knew that I could do. And I'm, that's just not acceptable for me. I'm a, you know, I do 150% at what I do. And if I'm not able to do that, that's, that's really disappointing to me. Um, so I was just very unhappy with the way that things were. And um, it wasn't that I was unhappy in my nobody would know that, you know, but just in in my subconscious, not Mm -hmm. feeling great about things. Um, So I was dealing with a lot of, um, you know, anxiety, depression, um, stress, all the things and um, kept pushing to figure out what was going on with my body. All of the cardiology tests were coming back fine. So they thought it was just anxiety. I was having the racing heart. Um, but then, you know, it, it just didn't feel like we were getting the answers that we were looking for. And so finally with that test, you know, I got the diagnosis of POTS that felt great. Um, I felt like I was getting a little bit of traction on making things better, but it just wasn't quite there and I was just missing something. So, um, I had thought back to, um, back in September, I got a prescription for a daily, um, antidepressant and I, I didn't want to take it at first because, A, I didn't feel like I had any wiggle room in my schedule for if I had side effects. You know, if anything came up from starting the medicine, I didn't feel like I had wiggle room to deal with that. Um, So that was part of lessening the workload (laughs) so that I would have that wiggle room if if anything happened. Um, I also started therapy back in September at that point. So I said, you know, I'll just give therapy a try, see if that that helps. And it did for and, and I'm still in therapy weekly. Um, but again, it just wasn't getting me all the way. And I felt like I was still missing something that wasn't allowing me to, to fully be me. Um, so I, I finally started the daily antidepressant, um, the pills and, oh my gosh, I'm three weeks into it. And like, I, it's amazing what you don't know you have until you have it. And then you're like, oh yeah, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I forgot that I could feel this good. I forgot mm-hmm. that I could feel lighter and not so heavy. And oh my gosh, I mean, not that I wish I, you know, would have, I, I wouldn't change the way I did things. I'm glad I did therapy first because that still needs to happen. I need to continue that journey. But um, the the medicine is going to allow my baseline to be much higher so that I, I can accomplish more and was just finding I I wasn't able to be me and I Mm want to be me. (laughs) Oh, that's so beautiful. What I hear are examples of you advocating for yourself. Mm -hmm. 
you know, first advocating for, you know, I, I, there's more to life than this. Life can be better than this. And I don't like where it is now and I want to change it. And that's, that's advocating for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, I deserve something better than this. And, and then taking the step to pursue a diagnosis, you know, and really, you know, showing up to the doctor saying, there's more here. There's something more here. Like, it's not just anxiety. There's something. And then taking yourself to therapy and asking for help. And then deciding, you know, maybe it's time for this next level. And I love how you said it it brings up my base. It does. Yeah. It you start from a stronger higher place. foundation. And it just it gives me a little bit more support where I'm I don't feel as, you know, hate saying unstable, but just, you know, like it just makes me feel more whole. <laughs> I used to feel like I wished I didn't need to take something to be, quote, normal. Mm-hmm. And it really bothered me. Um, and and I, I kind of still had that stigma. Um, and I don't know at what point it changed, but just over time, it doesn't bother me as much. Mm-hmm. You know, I just feel like, well, you know, maybe I do. And that's fine. Yeah. You know, that's just... Especially learning the statistics of how many people, um, you know, find really a lot of help from medication. And so I'm glad that was a resource for you. Yeah. And I ended up um, putting it out on my Facebook page to my, you know, all of my Facebook friends and found out that there are so many of my friends who are on the same exact medication. Nobody (laughs) talks about it. Nobody talks about it. But but it is totally something that we have in common. Mm hmm. With so many people. And same with the POTS mm-hmm. diagnosis. There's a lot of people mm-hmm. I know that also have that. And I just wouldn't have known that if I didn't put it out there. So there you go, guys. You got to stand up for yourself. You got to advocate for yourself. Even if the first step is just saying, you know what? I think that I deserve better. And I'm going to I'm gonna spend some time today deciding what that could be. Mm-hmm. So we talked about what's going well right now. I'm curious, what do you want more of? Well, I want to continue making those memories. That's been, you know, the theme since the very beginning is be present, make memories. Um, The end of the school year is coming up. I'm a little, like, (laughs) nervous slash excited about things. Um, I think as a parent, those transitions are just a little Mm -hmm. (laughs) nerve-wracking of how it's going to go. Yeah, because you've established this really great routine. And in about a month, it's going to (laughs) get turned upside down. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. So that's, um, you know, just want to continue those family moments. um, But also, like, work on those plan A, plan B. So we can kind of transition back and forth between like things are okay and we can be full caliber and now things are not and we need to slow down a bit and kind of working through what those transitions look like okay so if you were going to look at you know kind of just the the natural landscape of a typical week for you where do you see the first opportunity to make a shift towards having something that's more um, easily nimble. Figuring out the meals and the cooking. Always. It's always. <laughs> it comes back to food all the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was a big, that was a big focus for you. Mm-hmm. But you, you were, you kind of told me in another conversation about how you kept trying to force it and it would never really click in. Right. Do you know why? So 
we just kept trying and this is just so in the past i was able to make a monthly meal plan where i would go grocery shopping for everything and one monthly big grocery trip with like you know one supplemental trip for fresh produce and things like that Mm -hmm. so that's what i've been able to accomplish in the past and so it's hard when i can't do the same things but our life looks completely different um expecting that is just it's an unreasonable expectation um so i just realized i need to stop pushing things that aren't actually working (laughs) if it doesn't fit my lifestyle right now why am i trying to do it and not that i was trying to accomplish monthly but even weekly it was like just still too much it's just i couldn't make it happen so i'm hoping that with you know managing my health um including with the medication i'm gonna get a little bit more energy back and i can tell you i've already just had happier days um more regularly and so i think that is going to really allow me to be um the cook that i want to be for my family because that's really what brings me joy well, I hope so because we've been working on um, creating a structure that will allow you to do that. And it feels like it's this carrot on a stick, you know? <laughs> I'm where, so close. Yes. It's like, I got this, I got this, I got this, so I can finally cook. Yes. And uh, when we come back from this next little break, we're going to start looking forward about three months in time. And I'm going to ask Alex, what does she want to have consistently happening in her life within the next three months? And what would she like the reward of that to be, the outcome of that to be? We're going to talk about focusing on the doing rather than the having, knowing that the having shows up when you do the stuff. Mm -hmm. So guys, hang with us. Stay with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to Heather Solves Everything. Hey guys, it's Healthy Heather, and I'm so excited to announce that my book is ready for you to pre-order. It's called Happy Healthy You, Breaking the Rules for a Well-Balanced Life. We're going to explore how to understand your values and priorities, set boundaries, create a true vision for your life, and enjoy the benefits of healthy living right now. It's a 52-week guide, your path to finding a healthy lifestyle that suits your unique needs. I can't wait for you to read it. It'll be in stores May 2022, but you can pre-order it now wherever books are sold. Welcome back. You're listening to Heather Solves Everything. I'm Heather. And I'm here with my friend Alex. Hello. And we are getting caught up on the amazing, beautiful work that Alex has done since the beginning of this year to create a balance in her life that wasn't there before. She was like, if if Alex's life was a seesaw, she was like on the, the ground in the <laughs> dirt, like with the seesaw, like hitting her in the head <laughs> and she couldn't get up. And like every time she tried to get up, it would hit her again. That was Alex in January. Mm-hmm. And now she's like riding on the seesaw. She's standing in the middle with like one leg on one side and one leg <laughs> on the other side. And she's like moving it by herself. I like that. Yeah. 
So um, we want to keep her there. Yes. We want to keep her there. And even like maybe even make it better. Before the break, I, I challenged Alex to think real quick about what she would like to have present in her life established. What type of habits, lifestyle elements would she like to have established in three months or so? which at the time of this recording is going to be around the beginning of the school year because we're about a month away from the end of the school year and um, get through summer and so like around middle of, of August. And then I also asked her, what would you like the outcome of that to be? So let's just start there. Does anything come up to you when you think about August and going back to school and getting back into that routine of what you'd like to have ready for you there. Mm -hmm. So I would really, really like to feel like I've got my, what I need each day figured out. And that's been something that I've been working on now that I have the POTS diagnosis and I'm on, you know, daily antidepressants. Like it's just really figuring out like, What do I need each day to make sure that both of these things are in check? Mm -hmm. Um, Because that's when I have my best days. So um, lately, that's felt like a part-time job (laughs) and an unpaid one at that. So it's just been a lot of work of like figuring out what my body needs to just like be okay each day. And that takes a lot of brain power to like remind yourself like you know make sure you take your medication and and drink enough water and make sure you're eating snacks throughout the day so you don't like feel faint and get dizzy and you know like all the things in addition to working children husband you know Mm -hmm. everything Mm -hmm. and so it's just felt like a lot and I don't want it to feel like a lot forever because that would not be an enjoyable life (laughs) Well, and that doesn't sound like balance. No, um, but there's just such a learning curve when mm-hmm. you're figuring out like, okay, so here's the answer, but but then what does that look like? I love how you described it as a learning curve. Mm-hmm. I think that we expect ourselves sometimes to jump right into a new lifestyle mm-hmm. without having any training period. And a learning curve is a really nice way to think about that. Of Okay, I'm establishing these habits. This is somewhat new information. I, can, I see what I should be, you know, what the ideal is, but I'm working towards it. Mm-hmm. And the way that my cardiologist talked about it um, was he just said, you need to adjust your lifestyle to the diagnosis. Because um, what I have, you know, I can't like come up really fast from being down on the ground or else I could just pass out. (laughs) So it's just learning how to live with your body with the way that it is, you know, because I can't change my body. There's no um, there's no medication for that particular diagnosis. So it really is just making my daily life the best it can be to live with that. So it is an adjustment of your life. Completely. Yes. And moving slow with young kids is not an easy task. (laughs) I've met your children. (laughs) You're completely correct. Yeah. They are. She's got two little boys and they are just the most darling, but very active little boys. And slow is not in their vocabulary. No. Just wait till they're teenagers. Like I've got one that moves really slow. So, okay, then, you know that by the end of the summer, you would like to have this routine in place where 
you've checked in with yourself and you know what your needs are so that all of the things can happen. Mm -hmm. Without me thinking much about it. Okay, so automating some elements of your day Mm -hmm. so that you don't have to start from scratch every day. Mm -hmm. Is there an example of that that you can give? Like, what would that look like during the day? Um, I mean, in the past, I've done, like, the water reminders. And, um, (laughs) again, we go back to that cooking of Mm -hmm. having, you know, leftovers available. So food is readily available. Um, Just kind of, honestly, just reminding myself what I need and taking the time. And I guess also making my schedule so that I have the time to really do those personal check-ins of, like, okay, (laughs) have I had enough water today? Have I eaten? Have, you know, I need to eat consistently small bits throughout the day. And so I need to make sure I have enough snacks. Am I including my snacks on the grocery list? (laughs) Right. Because that's not usually a top priority. It's everybody, you know, what does everybody else need? And then I kind of follow up. You get the the last bits. Right. Yeah. So just, I guess, getting more in the habit of like, put yourself first. Mm-hmm. And as a mom, that's not always the easiest. You're right. It's not. And especially when you're about to go into summer vacation. <laughs> yeah. You know, right now, life, you know, they go away for a period of time during the day and you can do, you know, your stuff. But in about a month, they're going to be there all the time and unless you've got activities planned. And we stuff. do have summer camps and my family's also taking them for some of summer. Excellent. So okay. we do have care planned, um, which which is very important. <laughs> um, but it's just really, you know, getting used to doing those actions every day to the point where I don't have to think about it as much. And I think when we are putting ourselves first, it may seem selfish um, for mm-hmm. a you lot know, of moms. A while. (laughs) It does feel, you know, it takes some time to get used to that, but it's really not selfish. And I I guess that's the biggest adjustment is feeling okay that I am taking this time for myself. I am putting my own needs first because that needs to happen for me to take care of other people. So just working through that transition, figuring out what those things are that I need so that when fall comes around, I can be full force ready to go and lead the PTO and do the race and be at all the things. And I want to I want to be able to show up 100 percent in the fall. And that takes, you know, getting prepared through, throughout the summer. So what is the summer discipline that needs to take place? Like when the past it seems like the past few episodes, this keeps coming up and it's been coming up in my client sessions as well. The three D's that make a difference. Mm-hmm deserving feeling that you deserve to have the outcome and you deserve to have the time to create it, you know, being determined, you know, determining what needs to happen and being determined to follow through with it. And then having that discipline of this is what I now do in pursuit of this. So you, you know, now that you deserve to have this outcome and Mm -hmm. you've determined what's necessary to be able to have it. What now is the discipline that you create for the summer? Oh, gosh. I think I need to um, maybe download that water reminder again. Okay. Water. <laughs> Especially in hot Florida. You know, it's going to get it's going to get hot. Um, I think it really is just finding those automated things that are going to remind me. It's really hard. Or it's it's easy to um, let the day go by 
and and miss those things. So really setting in those reminders. I've made a point to um, drink water and take my pill first thing in the morning, you know, and then I can have my coffee. So making those little like, if you do this, mm -hmm. then you can do that. Right, yeah. So I've, I've kind of set in some of those already, but maybe finding more of those little cues where um, you're pairing the habits with what you're already doing so that it's those natural reminders as well as, you know, the electronic ones on your phone. <laughs> so I can see you having a structure where in the morning during the summer, you have a, a check-in moment with yourself of, you know, these reminders that you're utilizing technology to remind you to do the things that you've determined are, are necessary. And then you're also checking in with yourself to ask, you know, do I have what I need today? And then... I can go into the day and be, you know, all the things. Mm -hmm. And we had talked previously about how I had built in an hour lunch for myself. Well, that's not continued. Um, it has morphed and evolved along the way. Um, and at this point, you know, I don't need a one hour lunch. I am eating snacks throughout the day. So I'm, you know, working on a project and then taking a 15 minute break and then working, you know, so it's just figuring out how, um, those things that I need can work into the day and, and being flexible with it and not making myself, you know, feel bad if I'm not able to accomplish it exactly the way that I had anticipated. <laughs> that's, that's perfect. That's perfect progress. Yes. And I'm going to explain why when we come back, because Alex is at, she is just at the edge of something really, really exciting. So stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, thanks for listening. If you're enjoying today's show, come on over to Facebook and Instagram. That's where I post all of the extra stuff, and I'd love to connect with you there. Don't go anywhere. The conversation continues right now. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Heather Solves Everything, and I'm Coach Healthy Heather, and I'm really glad that you are here today with me and Alex. Hello. Alex is my friend who is brave enough to share like pretty much her entire life on the air. I'm an open book. Yeah. She told me she was an open book and I didn't believe her, but now I totally do. And I'm so thankful because Alex is sharing her personal journey towards having more balance in her life. You know, she's a mom, she's a wife, she's a business owner, she's a volunteer, she's just like also a person who has needs. And that's a lot of things to be at the same time. And you might feel that way too. Like you might feel like, yeah, I have a lot going on and I'm a person too. Well, guess what, guys? This show is for you. This show is about being a person even when you're doing all of the things. Now, when we were talking before, um, Alex and I were touching on how a few months ago she created a goal of having an hour during the day that she would press pause on work and just eat lunch. And that was like her time. And it was really, really important that she established that. And now, a few months after that, 
she shared, it's kind of evolved, you know, where that hour that was so important has now, um, you know, kind of been broken up into little, you know, breaks throughout the day. And that was such a perfect representation of what I want to share with you now about the science and the art of creating new habits. You know, we are inundated with research and science of habits, right? Like you have to have these components in place and here's the science of the habit loop and you have to have this and this and this and this is how you hack your brain. And I mean, that's legit. That's a, that's a thing. But there's also an art to that. There's, there's things that we know through research and study, but then there's also taking that and applying it into your own life. And that's what I want to share with you right now. So get comfortable. I'm about to get coachy on you. When I was a teenager, I worked in a pharmacy. And there was a sign in the back that had uh, the hours of the store, of the operation. And it said, um, we're open most days around 9 or 10. Occasionally as early as 7, sometimes as late as 11 or 12. We're closed around 5.30 or 6. Occasionally as early as 4, sometimes as late as 11 or 12. And I loved it because it was like, here's how we do business except when we don't. And that's such a metaphor for life, you know? Like we have rules for like, these are the rules of my life. Like Alex, like I need an hour for lunch, except when I don't, you know? Like I do these things, except when I don't. And I love those types of exceptions to the rule because it shows that balance between the science of habits and how we structure our life and then the art of how we actually do it. Kind of like when somebody asks me whether their new weight loss plan is gonna work. Like reducing calories and exercising more should work on paper, but we all know instances when it doesn't. You know, sometimes you lose weight at first and then you stop losing weight. That shouldn't have happened, but sometimes it does. Sometimes you and your friend do the exact same thing and one experiences one set of results and the other doesn't. And the reason is because any type of change is more of an art than a science. You know, science always has an answer. There's a right and a wrong. You can almost always be explained with facts and data and reason. Science is counting your calories, looking at your sleep data, looking at your steps. You know, there's a definite element of what's recommended to manage our health, especially when it comes to things like cholesterol and like sugar in our blood and things like that. Science allows us to know statistics like how losing 10% of your body weight can reduce risk factors for heart disease, how it's getting eight hours of sleep a night will reduce your, um, your cognitive decline and increase you know, the energy and, and mental faculty that you have for the day. We know these things because we've studied them and science absolutely plays a role in that. Art, on the other hand, is open to interpretation where science is not. The same piece of art can be seen differently by different people. Just like different body sizes can feel comfortable 
by different people. Different schedules can feel comfortable to different people. Some people need more free time. Others just can't stand it. Are they wrong? No. It's the art of life. Art is connected to our own personal values. And when health is art, we're able to create a picture of what balance really means for us individually. Health as art is about quality rather than quantity. And knowing that maintaining the habits that are best for us are going to result in healthy returns, even if the numbers don't always add up. Art makes us whole. Science plays a role. Science plays a role and art makes us whole. The truth is we need a little bit of both to make the magic happen. So consider these balance points as you work through your goals. Balance calories with consistency. I'm using this weight loss analogy because I like the alliteration of calories with consistency, but you can apply it to anything that you want. So yes, there's a science of looking at the quantity of food that you eat, you know, the, the quantity of time that you spend. But then there's also what feels right to you according to your hunger signals, what feels right to you according to your relationships. Balance what you know with how you feel. Balance perfection with progress. One of my favorite things to do is to read stories of people who faced immense odds or setbacks and figured a way to climb out, sometimes to epic levels of triumph. And I often refer to these stories when somebody is stuck in the muck of imperfection, thinking they are never going to make progress because every day something happens to push them back. And that is life. We have to be able to take the science of what we know should work for habit change and establishing the patterns that we want with the art of what we intuitively know is right for us. Success is not found in everything going according to plan, according to what should work on paper, according to what the data says, but in finding a way to move forward despite those types of setbacks. And you don't have to get it right. You just have to get it going. Alex has been through several iterations of her plan. There were times when she nailed it. And there were times when what she thought was going to work and what should have worked didn't. And she adjusted. Science played a role. And art has made her whole. The truth is that life is not a numbers game, no matter what science tries to tell us. It's never as easy as just making better choices. It's never as easy as just counting your calories. It's never as easy as just doing what the instructions say. You have to also pay attention to yourself, listen to what you know, notice what's working and what's not working, and use art, the art of it, to create the perfect solution for you. So relax. You got this. Enjoy it when the numbers add up. And when they don't get up close, look at your favorite part and decide how you can be able to create a work of art. And Alex, I think that's what you're doing now. And I'm loving how this masterpiece is coming together. Thank you. And I'm curious, what do you want to be following up with in a month? Well, <laughs> 
I will be following up with um, my new baseline okay. of where I'm at once the meds are fully like in full force. It takes about four to six weeks. So okay. I'm feeling good, but I'm like, this is going to get better. <laughs> Where I'm going to feel more energized. I'm hoping that will allow me to get that meal plan that I want to accomplish um, and really just, you know, be fully present with my family in this last month before we go through that transition of school to summer. And um, I just, uh, you know, want to keep being in the moment. Excellent. I can't wait to hear all about it, guys. We did it. We solved another problem with a little help from Alex. Thank you for being here today. Thanks for having me. I'm so glad that you guys stayed till the very end. You can stay in touch with me and the show on Instagram. Just look for Heather Solves Everything. And if you've got a problem to solve, visit heathersolveseverything.com and click on Solve My Problems to submit a show topic idea. Thanks for listening, guys. I hope that something great happens for you today. I'm Coach Healthy Heather, and I'm always here to help you solve everything. To connect with Heather and find out more about today's show, just look for Heather Solves Everything on Facebook and Instagram. With a little help from your friends, you can solve everything, too.